Let's get into it. (laughs) This is Seven Minutes in Heaven with your co-host, Arielle Kaplan and Miriam. Jivatovsky. And this is a sex news podcast. Before we get into this special edition episode. You're going to Amsterdam. Oh yeah, I'm in Amsterdam currently. As you're listening to this. <laughs> Last week, aka yesterday, I told you guys that I was going on a date that everyone was really excited for. It sucked. Damn. <laughs> it didn't like suck ass. It was just kind of a waste of my time. Shit. Um, and the funny thing is you were so excited about it because of the common like letter in your names. And turns out his parents are Russian. That Russians always spell shit wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh why was it shitty? Well, I was so tired. Yeah. And I guess he would may have been tired too. So to me it was kind of like a blur. Um, like I felt like I was drunk there yeah even though I had wine before it was like very hazy um and he made it very clear that he wanted me to buy the second round of drinks and I had to get cash out because it was cash only bar and he's like there's an uh an, an ATM there and I was like oh okay so I took out the money um got the second round I was upset that he was setting it off as that even though I'm a feminist and like I do pay for guys and I offer I didn't want him I wanted him to let me offer right it's kind of awkward that it like was an act like he was like uh like that's weird yeah he was like oh I guess I have the first round because I was like waiting for him to go and order the drinks yeah that's weird um usually isn't that fucked up that like us saying that that's weird is strengthening the uh sexist script that we've created for society but it's kind of chicken and the egg because there's the pay gap so Mm. he's probably making more money than you just because he's a man or if you had the same job as him you'd be making less money that is true so like they gotta pay to fix that gap (laughs) (laughs) pay your dues pay your fucking dues usually if the guy gets the first round i'm like i'll get the next round yeah but I would feel weird if the guy was like, I guess I'll get this round. Yeah, I was like, ew. Like, if you're going to be weird about it, let me just buy my own drink at Mm -hmm. that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Really bizarre. So I was annoyed that I spent money to go out late at night when uh, I could have been editing the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this is a special episode that we are pre-recording because I am in Amsterdam on a solo vacation. Such a bad bitch. And I really wanted to dedicate an episode to anorgasmia, which is um, the inability to orgasm at a point where it like distresses you. But also it's just like refers to having trouble um, orgasming because one of the most asked questions I get is why can't I orgasm? And it's really annoying to um, list all of the factors every single time. So I'm just going to copy and paste this podcast link (laughs) to everyone who asks me. And we're going to get a lot of listens. Oh, that's my birth control alarm. I already took it, guys. Don't worry. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, you took it before the episode. Yeah. I just wanted to say I was looking past at my past story highlight about virginity on SMH Pod. Yeah. And I remember I asked people like what they thought virginity was or like a loss of virginity. And someone said they only consider it like losing your virginity the first time someone makes you orgasm. Wow. So that means you're a virgin. 
No, I someone made me orgasm once. Oh. Once or twice. One, two different people. Wait, okay. Right. My roommate is in the room right now and she just looked at me super shocked. I it was one time with <laughs> <laughs> it was with this guy I was fucking in college and it was like really I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? He was just eating me out. It was he was eating me out and I was like, Oh, okay. I think I was trying to tell him to do a technique. And then he was like, no, I got it. And then I orgasmed and I was like, whoa, that literally <laughs> never happens. And I've been fucking him for the past like six years. Well, I guess I stopped five years. You guys don't know who this is? No. Did he I guess I can make you this come out. again? No. Um, I like don't really talk about him anymore. Oh, Rachel knows. I mean, my roommate. <laughs> I can say, okay, one of my roommates doesn't want me to talk about her on the podcast. <laughs> and the other, Rachel Waynes. Follow her. Follow her at wayne's dot world okay back to um you guys i don't know what we were talking about I, we were talking about your anorgasmia but two people have made you come you told us about the first one. Oh, and then this other guy um also was eating my pussy viciously and i was squirting i think it was more i was i was squirting a lot and it wasn't really an orgasm because i felt you know like stuff was going on down there in my vagina yeah but not so much in my head right there wasn't that brain orgasmic explosion so you had a body orgasm but not a brain orgasm yeah which doesn't even i don't even understand fully i think that guys maybe bring me to orgasm but i don't feel it in my head because um of my psychological block interesting because i just feel like my vagina is contracting so your vagina does contract sometimes, but I feel like when I'm squirting and a squirt isn't necessarily an orgasm. Right. Anyway, enough about no, me. I love it. Oh, I want to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there are different types of anorgasmia. So I'll show you what I'm at, which isn't as extreme as it can be for other people. Right. Um, so just a quick stat, 15% of women have trouble orgasming and 10% have never orgasmed. Um, and 29% always orgasm. You're in the 29%, Miriam. Yeah. Rachel, how about you? Do you want to be on the podcast? Can I put you on for a sec? Sure. Okay. <laughs> what was my question? What was my question? <laughs> Do you come all the time? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think before dating my current boyfriend, the answer was like a very hard no, but he's a real go-getter. So now I am a firm <laughs> orgasmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for joining us, Rachel. <laughs> 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 um yeah get out of here Rachel I mean you can sit down next to me if you want I think it's more comfortable all right so there's lifelong anorgasmia which is someone who's just never had an orgasm mm -hmm. sad acquired anorgasmia used to orgasm so this is probably you know people who develop medical conditions post-cancer surgeries and stuff situational anorgasmia where you can only un orgasm under certain cir circumstances like masturbating and the website that I was getting this from said masturbation or oral sex. Like that's a specific, that's a special circumstance as though most women don't need oral sex to come. <laughs> so I, th I thought that was really fucked up and Fuck perpetuating like the Freudian myth that the vaginal orgasm is more mature than the clitoral orgasm. Yeah. Most vagina havers need a uh, eat it out, eat that shit, eat it like an orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
I was anyway. like an ice cream sundae. How, how are you eating your oranges? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I just wanted to go back to Freud brief history lesson. I know that we talked about this on an episode and I forget which. Maybe we were answering a question, but um, a huge reason why the clitoris has not been uh, talked about and researched about is because Sigmund Freud, the famous, the father of psychoanalysis, um, perpetuated this idea that when a woman goes through puberty and becomes, or when a girl goes through puberty and becomes a woman, that she transitions from having clitoral um, immature orgasm to a mature vaginal, but actually, as you guys know, only 18% of women can actually orgasm from, from vaginal penetration alone. So also Freud, a vaginal orgasm is a clitoral orgasm. Yeah, that bitch. It's just your clit so big, it hit it from the back. That's another huge myth. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about like sex stores that sell G spot toy, like Unbound G spot vibrator, the bender? They tout it as that. I mean, it, it like I know what they're talking about. Yeah. It's still the clit. I just like, I guess. I guess you can I'm still cool call it. it the back of the clit is called the G spot. Yeah. And it's like nice. You know what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I remember the first time I ever told my friend about her G spot. She went into the bathroom and she went to touch it and she was like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, when you touched it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you? Do no. you know where you just <laughs> I like don't like touching it with my finger. Oh, see, okay. that's my thing. How I don't like um, touching myself in there. <laughs> I sound in like there. a little tiny girl. <laughs> um, that's why I like that toy flex bang so much because it didn't feel like I was penetrating myself. Uh. Some someone else like was flex bang. Look it up at flex bang. Use my code orgasmic for twenty percent off your purchase. You're welcome. She's always on. Um, so anyway, situational <laughs> and orgasmia is what I have because I can't orgasm with a partner. And then there's generalized anorgasmia when you can't orgasm in any situation with a partner. So that's what I was saying. That's different than the under special circumstances. So um, of like not being able to come vaginally basically yeah. is considered anorgasmia. Yeah. Which is fucked. I'm raising my eyebrow. <laughs> it was quite the raise oh and by the way i'm going to be talking about women and then miriam is going to talk about men yeah but i am very much dominating this conversation i'm yeah, sorry it's about personal that. but one thing i want to say jump in uh sexual dysfunction in general is only considered a dysfunction if you're distressed about it mm -hmm. so if you can't come but that's not a problem for you then it's not a dysfunction yeah like um i would prefer to orgasm with partners but I still love having sex, so I wouldn't call myself anorgasmic, but I do call myself anorgasmic because it's yeah. fun, too. It's like <laughs> a label. <laughs> like, I don't feel like it's distressing my, distressing my life, but that is what I have. Why can't you orgasm when you masturbate? There are one, two, four factors that I'm breaking down. Number one, vulnerability. Um, this is psychological, not physiological. Um, you might not feel comfortable being vulnerable with yourself, Whoa. which is a really scary thing to think about, but um, that could be it. Secondly, diseases. If you have MS or Parkinson's um, or other diseases that I don't know of, that might be a reason why you can't orgasm. Then there are a lot of gyne gynecological issues like getting a hysterectomy which is 
uh, removing your uterus. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I don't think that we are taught enough about hysterectomies. We're not. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's something I really should have known. Um, cancer surgery. I mentioned that earlier. Vaginismus. So um, not being when I mentioned earlier uh, with vulnerability, I think vaginismus is really tied to that. So that's when your vagina muscle contracts like when anything tries to penetrate it and that can happen because of past trauma um I think it's largely past trauma and just things like you don't really know about so um next I'll tell you how to get over that but so if you ever have trouble like using tampons or um if you can't be penetrated by anything you might have vaginismus but you also might not so get that checked out and then um, other psychological reasons like anxiety depression uh, poor self-image internalized shame if you take medications for anxiety depression like that can definitely uh, inhibit libido and orgasm especially if you're taking SSRIs so if uh, any of that sounds like you stay tuned for how to orgasm do you want to let's switch to men maybe yeah I mean I don't I'm I'm talking a lot it's pretty (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty similar with men um I don't have this like really well organized list but (laughs) With men, it can also be physical, the things you mentioned. Um, oh, wait, question. Is this um, partnered sex or masturbating? Both. Both? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, it depends. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't like separate it by masturbation right. and sex and everything. Women are more complicated. Right? Yeah. Like even when I was try- looking into this, when I was looking at anorgasmia, it was primarily about women. Yeah. Um, it's like very small percentage of men. Because we don't need an orgasm to procreate. Yeah. But, so like, it it's helps. like way easier. It does help. Um, anyway, up that semen. <laughs> um, so yeah, as you said, it could be physical also like you could have pelvic trauma, which I thought it's not funny. I don't know why I laughed, but yeah, like, fuck, fuck you, Miriam. They specifically mentioned gymnastics and like the balance beam. And like, oh. if you just, <gasps> yeah, that would suck. Um, hormonal imbalances. Also, as you said, drug induced. So people who are on SSRIs, mm-hmm. um, often have some sexual dysfunction. In fact, it said, this is a very large range, but it said 17 to 41% of SSRI users are affected by some form of sexual dysfunction. That is such, such a, a fucking range. gap. Wait, um, just wanted to say I'm on Wellbutrin, which is one of the only antidepressants that increases your libido. Mm-hmm. So if um, if you haven't heard about that before, mention it to your doctor uh, and see what they can do. Right. Yeah. Um, also, this is all probably true for women as well, but or vagina havers but like i think penis havers or men are more likely to be addicted to opiates but opiate addiction is a big one yeah they are oh yeah why um i think it's in part like women are allowed to express their feelings and men aren't so they turn to drugs to like dampen their feelings wow yeah that that makes total sense i've never thought about it yeah huh just like it's okay to be sad. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about reasons why you might not be able to orgasm with a partner, yeah. which is a totally separate issue than masturbating because, as I said, I can make myself orgasm in like 10 minutes and with a partner, not so much. Okay, so the first thing you need to ask yourself is if you masturbate and if the answer is no, then that's the first place 
that you got to start. If you're not orgasming with a partner it's and you're not masturbating, it, like how are they supposed to know how to make you come if you don't know how to make yourself come? Yeah. Like they're just the, – there is no way. And like even when you're having sex, it's a two-way street. Like one person isn't doing all the work to make the other person come. Like if you're riding that dick, like you're you're getting yourself off, you know, like, mm-hmm. and you have to know how that happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's step one. OK. Another huge reason why you're, why you're not orgasming with a partner is because of a lack of communication. Um, so I found this statistic in a new study that my old human sexuality teacher, Dr. Debbie Herbenik, gave love her. me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she listens to these podcasts, but I'm not going to. Have gonna... you sent them to her? Um, yeah. Aww. Well, I sent her one so far and she she was an author on it, but this one she led. So it was cooler. And it was about faking orgasm. Um, but in this study, it showed that 55% of women wanted to talk to their partners about sex but they didn't because they felt they didn't want to make their partner feel um inadequate and like they were embarrassed and stuff um but sexual satisfaction was shown to be linked with comfortable sexual communication so people who can talk about sex have better sex which means that you got to start talking yeah not just to your partner to everyone just everyone talk about sex to everyone you know that's what we do <laughs> it's good great conversation starters yeah and you learn things yeah how do you like people? to be stimulated yeah. in your genitals that's the weirdest blowjob tip you have <laughs> ma'am this is a wendy's <laughs> all right bear with me here if you fake orgasms with a dude and then you like stop seeing that dude And that dude then is hooking up with another girl and he's like, well, I know how to make girls come because this other bitch was coming all the time. And then he's doing the same thing to the other girl, to this new girl. And the new girl also doesn't want to tell him how to fuck her better because she feels internalized shame and stigma and all this stuff. So she fakes her orgasm again, too. So it's just a very vicious cycle. When you fake your orgasms, you're making it harder for everybody else to orgasm with a partner imo yeah but also everyone's different so just because like you can make one person come doesn't mean you can make another person come that's valid so like every guy i've ever had sex with they tried with you i don't know i don't know if they could do it no no man can well except for that one dude i think i have a guy in mind well can i have him i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) one of your friends i think might be able to yeah you know what i'm talking about and that's like really why I'm trying to yeah just to see I feel like it's like the sword and the stone (laughs) my pussy is the stone the sword is an orgasm (laughs) we can pull it out um anyway that last one was an elaboration but really just trying to stress that you shouldn't be faking your orgasms and you should be communicating so that you get to come and even like with the same partner if you faked your orgasm once then you can't like lie about it next time and you have to like keep faking your orgasms and it's a vicious yeah, it's just Cycle. why why would you do that? It's bad for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, being vulnerable. So this is why I can't orgasm with partners. I think this one is super common. I just don't feel comfortable enough with the all the attention on me. Mm. Um, and so it's not that I'm very giving. Like I do like being eaten out, but it's that moment of my therapist says it's like the awkward silence. I hate awkward silences because in that moment, I feel like the other person is judging me mm. and I have to think on my feet really quickly and think of 
what can I say um, so that they're being entertained and that I know that they like me and they're not when there's silence I don't know what they're thinking and it's likely that they're judging me so the orgasm is kind of like that to me and I think a lot of people feel that way you're looking at me with really sad face I'm gonna cry it's fine <laughs> it's casual it's trendy you know a lot of people are doing it I think like the way you gotta kind of position it and I don't know this, this is just how I feel is that it's like so fun to make someone else come like it feels so good, especially if you like someone. But even if you don't, like, seeing someone squirm and, like, move around and go crazy because of you is, like, so... It feels so good Yeah, that you could just think it's, like, this is for you. Like, you get to eat me out. This isn't even about me. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, so I don't know. <laughs> I see how you're... Like, I don't know if I can trick my mind that way. Yeah. Um, But make no mistake, I am squirming. The whole time. Oh, yeah. Dudes really do like that. I'm like, I feel like I'm a Pokemon right now. (laughs) (laughs) Making weird noises and stuff. Um, Okay. Stress. If you're stressed out. And this is a a huge one for guys, too. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just, it's always going to fuck with your libido. And also, if you're too focused on the goal of orgasm, mm. if you're thinking about the destination and not the journey, <laughs> then you're going to stress yourself out. Yeah. And that leads to uh, not being able to orgasm. Um, this Australian sex therapist, Pauline Ryland, um, has this quote that I like. She's called the intimacy whisperer. She says, a bloke may be hoping he doesn't lose his erection. She could be wondering whether she'll have an orgasm and it creates all this tension in space. When you let go of outcome like orgasm, your natural sexual energy starts to move a lot more and then sexual energy can move naturally. Then you can become orgasmic or should I say orgasmic? (laughs) Bringing it all back. Yeah. Um, Back to you, Miriam. Yeah. (laughs) So a lot of the things you said happen with guys too like being stressed wow guys they're just like us (laughs) Um, but a few things that men can do that like might cause sexual dysfunction or inorgasmia occasionally with partners is masturbating too much like if you just jerked off like all day long and then you go have sex with someone you might not come Um, and mm-hmm. some people even do that on purpose because they want to like stay hard long and they want to make their partner Wait, come a dude, bunch. My ex would always be like, I've, uh, I've been waiting to masturbate for like the past three days or like I'm not masturbating because <laughs> I want to fuck, you know, I'm like, please masturbate. Yeah, like, I haven't seen you in a while and I'm trying to fuck for a while. Yeah, like- <laughs> <laughs> Another one is death grip syndrome. So Dan Savage talks about this a lot. Like men who masturbate or people who masturbate, uh, with penises, like squeeze really hard and it becomes difficult to come without that level of tightness. Wait, what about like choking yourself? I thought I thought when you said death grip, I thought you meant um like you know how like some people will hang themselves oh, while they're like jacking off. Asphyxi- no, no, no. So death grip is when you masturbate and you like ah! squeeze really hard. <laughs> I just like saw it on you. <laughs> I just got so. I did a hand motion too, um, but yeah, it can kind of desensitize you because you need that like. Uh, big squeeze and (laughs) squeeze it like an orange basically the only way to solve that is to basically stop masturbating or masturbate very like do not do death grip and you just like come to terms with the fact that you might not come and it might take a while but just like do not come no fat february no fat february no death grip and then your body will like readjust no death grip december (laughs) 
It's coming up, boys. <laughs> no fat February, no death grip December, but <laughs> masturbation May. <laughs> it's the only month you get to and masturbate. March. Um, there's also if you have to pee. I oh, think yeah. that like people with vaginas can orgasm and have to pee, but I think you can't. Oh, <laughs> Rachel is nodding and shaking, Ooh. but. No, the needing to pee thing is like very, very real. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend sometimes will have to be like, I, I like I, he can't do it if there's any sort of urinary backup. Same yeah. with my imaginary boyfriend. No. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you can either do one or the other and you can't do both. Especially you can't mm-hmm. pee with an erect penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas like if you have a vagina or a vulva, you can kind of pee. You can pee with your erect it's clitoris. Erect. It's a little hard. It's like a little more difficult, but like you still can. Um, um, I don't find that, but sure. I found it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and tee-hee. other than that, like typical mental illnesses, alcoholism, grief can be a big one mm, if you're sad about something. Yeah. Uh, childhood trauma, mm, all that stuff. I love childhood trauma. Yeah, I know you're so into it. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to read more about why dudes might not be able to orgasm um in bed you can look at my highlight on orgasmic and there's a a huge thing there and i just remembered i talked about this on the podcast but when i went to get kava with that guy yeah he was on a date um it like made my genitals numb and i did end up orgasming when we had sex but i really 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 had to work for it like it was really frustrating i had to like like almost like really concentrate like Ugh! I know that you know. feeling like when I'm masturbating sometimes yeah. I'm trying to squeeze it out. It sucked. So I don't even know how shitty it is to not come when you really want to. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was in high school, my best camp friend uh, was on antidepressants. I mean, she still is, but she would say how hard it was to masturbate. And I didn't really get it. And I didn't know how common it was that people on SSRIs um have so much difficulty or orgasming and that's so shitty and birth control also apparently affects libido yeah yeah um i don't know if i've seen that with myself it's kind of hard to tell but yeah if i ever stop taking it i'll know i feel like my libido has gone down a little bit maybe that's why i'm not so boy crazy yeah like i obviously am boy crazy but it's like if i don't have sex for a couple weeks i'm not upset it's more about the lack of um prospects of marriage <laughs> that makes me sad <laughs> long-term commitment yeah um <clears throat> anyway so i bet you're wondering well ariel miriam how do i orgasm hey how do i orgasm <laughs> what's the deal with <laughs> orgasms all right well first i would go to a gynecologist um because we don't know <laughs> <laughs> We don't know. No, try weed. <laughs> wait, wait. Sorry. This is on my fucking list, Miriam. Okay. Jumping ahead. No, but for, we, don't. For, <laughs> we don't know. There there could be, you could have a medical condition that we don't know about that you don't even know about. Right. Go there first. They might recommend you to a sex therapist because they, the gynecologist might not be able to treat you, might be out of their means. And sex therapy is very normal very common and very not something that should be stigmatized so if you need it go do that do it now let's get to weed yeah the all-important marijuana yeah that helps so many people yeah and even though i obviously orgasm pretty easily when i smoke weed i orgasm like 10 times more it's way yeah rachel loves to weed orgasm don't you rachel i mean who doesn't although i will say (laughs) 
<laughs> what? No, I, I mean, I, everyone likes feeling their sensations are like more titillating, you know, but <laughs> I had an incident this past weekend where we wanted to do some sexy things, but the dry mouth was like way too intense and we tried to kiss each other and I looked at me and I was like, we can't keep doing this. Like, <laughs> it's so dry. <laughs> like, it's... I. We both took lots of drinks of water and then fell asleep. So that's the other danger, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, but that's why that's I told Rachel that they should have just started deep throwing yeah, each other's a, dick. That's a solution for a woman, but they're like he can't deep throw his own penis. It's only because he's not flexible. There's nothing on me to deep throat. Just shove my whole hand in his mouth. Yeah. Like, get to it, baby. <laughs> yeah, or you could have used like one of my dildos. <laughs> that would have been hot. <laughs> um, yeah. There's also weed lube, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like increases yeah, yeah, the yeah. sensation in your genitalia. I have yet to you try. put it on your nippy nips. Uh, you should put lube on your nips. Really? Yeah. It's Why? Good. It's like wet. Okay. You know. What if Slippery. I put like a mouth on my nipple? Yeah, but you, unless you're having a threesome, throwback to last episode. Yeah. You DBT. probably don't have both nipples wet at the same time. You probably don't have <laughs> both of your nipples. Um, <laughs> wait. So on on the topic of weed, I suggest looking up. Molly Brenner she wrote a one-woman show called I'm Coming I've talked about it before um she was anorgasmic for a very long time she also had vaginismus so if you relate definitely look her up she writes a lot about her journey uh with weed and after um going to a gynecologist a lot of sex therapy and a lot of other therapy she eventually orgasmed when she took a weed mint mint yeah huh like what it's just weed whatever but that is after like everything combined and then the weed helps. So weed might not be the be all end all, but it could help in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a good toy? Use our code. <laughs> <laughs> I did put that in my, on my bullet. Okay. So um, especially for people who need really strong vibration on your clit. Um, Can't really. Yeah. Mary, this is, and that makes sense why you're so opposite me because you don't even need the clit to orgasm. Yeah. But it, it, like it helps it, it's better okay it's better it's a it's I like a to have, more intense orgasm have a clitoral orgasm then have a vaginal orgasm but I, my, the best is the blended the dual stim yeah yeah dual stim. <laughs> <laughs> um so i i love uh the womanizer but that's really expensive and that's a clit sucker so you could get the satisfier which is also pretty good but it is less premium um, but it's way cheaper. And if you use our code seven on adamandeve.com, um, you'll get 15% off. And a bunch of shit. Yeah. And a and bunch of free other. Free shipping. Free shipping. Yeah. There's also the gem unbound or in general, any glass oh. sex toy because it, they're like amazing because they warm up to the temperature of your body. Mm-hmm. So it feels like an actual like body part almost. Did you say you put that in the freezer before? No, 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 no. Uh, I don't, can you I not don't, do that? You can, but I don't like cold. I want warm. Okay. I want like a warm cock. Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes I'll put it in my vagina just to warm it up first. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Is that how you warm up your food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dinner's ready <laughs> but yeah uh, that one's really fun um the thing that's annoying about sex toys is that they they cost money and like you don't really know until you try it and you usually can't return it but it's worth it for you okay i disagree with everything you just said mm. uh, well if if it's your first toy yeah but if you know what kind of stimulation you like then you find the toy that gives that 
stimulation. Right, but I never and, knew. And our reviews. I never knew I would like a glass dildo until I tried it. But what if I hated it? Well, I guess then you would tell everyone you don't like it. Yeah. And I want to try a steel one next. I'll be like, Miriam, use a glass dildo, so I'm going to use a glass dildo. Oh, my gosh. I'm like Regina George. Wait, also, what's our code? Uh, for Unbound? Mm-hmm. Uh, SMH pod. Cool. Dame. Our code is SMH pod. SMH pod for Dame products. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get a bit attachable bidet to your toilet, use our link hellotushy.com slash smh pod because <laughs> a clean butthole is a better orgasm this is a an ad dump <laughs> um but seriously in- investing in a good sex toy is great for your orgasm yeah um and i don't have anything else to say lube okay use it Lube can help fucking drench your pussy and dicks in lube sometimes i like to have a m- better a better grip like my mm. sex toys will be just sliding around my clit. Slippery sliding. Yeah. Um, but when you're fucking yourself, definitely lube is good. Yeah. Lube her up. Um, I hope this helped clarify things. Let us know if you have anorgasmia and if any of this helped you. Yeah, that'd be dope. Oh, and last thing I want to shout out Remy Casimir's podcast, How Come. Um, she started it, was anorgasmic, situational. And then she learned how to have an orgasm and that's helped a ton of people. So if this didn't help, head over to her podcast. Yeah. So as always, give us five stars. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Mm -hmm. Follow us, smhpod on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Email us, the smhpod at gmail.com. And a reminder that our, our event is on November 13th. Yes, at Shag in Williamsburg. There will be more information in the next episode. Cool. Oh.